Canuck Central, hour number two here on Canuck Central. This hour is brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company, helping local business since 1892. Stan Riccio and Randeep Janda in for the day. Satyar Shah taking the day off. And if you missed hour one of the show, a great conversation with Kevin Woodley, as always. What makes the JT Miller signature shootout move so difficult for a goaltender to stop? And also, Oliver ekman Larson. Rick Tockett believes he can bounce back. Do we believe he can bounce back? Check that out. Now available on podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, whichever podcatcher you do prefer go check it out subscribe and leave a review we do very much appreciate it but it is wednesday so let's get to overrated or underrated so randeep do you know how this works oh i love it man i love it i can't wait uh you give us topics and we tell you if they are overrated underrated and sometimes if you like to live on the fence you can say perfectly rated I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that? You're not going to be Switzerland in this? I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, All right, Josh. Here we go. Let's do it. Uh, First one comes from Brandon Impoco. Being unprepared for your opponent in the first period. (laughs) Overrated or underrated? (laughs) Uh, So he's referring to all the slow starts the Canucks have been having lately uh, under Rick Tockett. Ones that Rick Tockett has continuously called out. Uh, I would say anytime being unprepared, that's probably uh, overrated. You would probably want to be the opposite of that and very prepared. So, yeah, that's that's definitely overrated. Yeah, this is overrated. Come on. It's, <laughs> it's your profession. Right? Yes. Like if I came into a show or you came into a show mm-hmm. and we didn't know what we were talking about and we are just making it up as we go. We so never, every day? We would never do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> it would not be acceptable. We would not be here. Yes. This is overrated. You got to know what you get in for it. Listen, the, the as Antonio Conte would say, unacceptable. Yes, <laughs> loving on Antonio Conte these days. By the way, uh, what fire. a legend! Just, Just ripping uh, Tottenham apart, ripping Tottenham to shreds. That's uh, wow. Way too much soccer talk early and overrated, underrated. But yes. look, the Canucks' early starts—they were gross in in Arizona. It was very bad in LA, certainly for two periods. Anaheim, they were better. But last night, again, against the Vegas Golden Knights, you know, it it leaves open the door for the argument of, well, that's when Vegas was trying, and then they kind of just coasted through the final 40 minutes when the Canucks started to try and get themselves back in the game. But really, Vegas was comfortable the whole time, which I don't necessarily believe. But when you start as slow as you did, and you have Vegas dominate the way that they did, it's tough to argue against it. No, and it takes you out of your structure as well, right? When mm-hmm. you're chasing the game, you can't play the way that Rick Tockett wants to play. You're going to have to take a little bit more chances. So, uh, overrated. You have to make sure you start on time. So, um, yeah, I'm sure we'll see that with the Canucks again. Mm-hmm. That's just, they're not there yet. But as of right now, overrated. Uh, Next. From Hassan, Vasily Podkolzin's upside, overrated or underrated? Oh, man. This I feel is, like uh, I know what Reach is going to say here. This is uh, Hot Take Central over here. It's overrated. I think there's still a You've segment of the that fan for the last base. Six months, though. <laughs> Was I wrong? But the answer can change now. <laughs> he's. I think it's underrated now because people are are essentially said he's not going to be that guy, and it's 
This is a, a long road reach. Yeah. So I'm saying it's actually being underrated because nobody assumed that he was going to step up into the NHL and be that guy right off the bat. We came into the season and Pods was one of the few players playing well in training camp. Sure. And it almost felt like people were like, ah, this is Russian Tom Wilson over here. He's going to be unbelievable this year. This is breakout year, 20 goals. It's like, can we all just like... I might have I might have been one of those people. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Pump the brakes for a second here. Uh, I, I don't think Pod Colson is like not an NHL player. I don't think Pod Colson is a bust. I just I, I don't know if I see the 60 point upside in the player that a lot of people still think there is. But are they actually thinking that right now? This isn't a question about preseason. Right now, I feel like there's an undervaluing of his game because that confidence is not consistently there. So some people look at that stat line and say, hey, man, this guy hasn't hit double digit points this year. I think they're underrating it. He's going to grow. This is what this part of the season's about. You're you're too low on this guy. All right, next. Austin and Langley trading this year's first round draft pick. Overrated or underrated? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> need that, you need that Yannick first. Hansen drop. Um, trading. Ugh, come on. Oh, man, this one's tough. I'm not sitting on the fence, but it's to me, it's... It's underrated that you... Uh, the one they already traded or the one they still own? Oh, because trading I, this year's like... I think the yeah, trading the, the one they one. still have. The Canucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't do that. No, 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 no man. That's a, clear cl- that's a clear-cut answer there. No, no. For those watching on YouTube, Woo. they just saw Randeep's face. No, 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 you can't do I don't realize the question. I don't know if it's overrated or underrated in this context, but you can't do that, man. <laughs> I don't so care. It's overrated. Yeah, it's overrated. You cannot do that. Listen, you're going to get a 20-something-year-old player if that's what you're looking for. You also need to look for the future. You still need to bring in quality players. And in this draft, whatever that pick is, whatever that pick is, it's still going to be a pretty decent player. That's going to help you down the road. I still, yeah, that to me is, that's overrated. You cannot do that. Uh, it, it, it is so hard to say underrated because of the Canucks situation. That's the only reason. They have no cap space. They don't have a ton of future assets. They don't have great prospects. Because of that, it makes it hard for me to say underrated, but the overall concept of trading a first-round pick, I think NHL teams have told us in recent years that it's underrated. I think NFL teams have told us in recent years that it's underrated. You can get a ready-made player right now into your lineup versus this long shot. Now, this Canucks pick is still trending to be in the top 10, so that is a higher value pick than what is normally available to you or what it is for a contending team. We have to take that into account. But if you could tell me I could get an Alex at level player with the 8th or ninth overall selection. I might want to think about that. I just don't think the Canucks are in any position to actually think in that mindset. And that's the key, though. Contender. Yeah. Are you a contender? Are you a team that, when you pick up said player of the, for that first-round pick, that you are going to be in the Stanley Cup discussion, that you're going to go deep? Maybe, maybe four or five years from now, maybe two years from now, you can have that conversation. Here and now, for this year's pick, I don't see the Canucks doing that. Uh, next one, we got a couple jersey submissions. Kuzmenko's right. banana. 
The Canucks Salmon Skate Jersey. <laughs> no, I tried to think of so many different ways to say the name. There was like the username was the same. It's their username, Kuzmenko's okay. Banana. <laughs> they can, please provide context next time. <laughs> anyway, they're asking about the Canucks Salmon Skate Jersey from the 90s. Is it overrated or underrated? Okay, I know there's a lot of, you know, what jerseys came out in the past, that nostalgia factor, right? It's real. Some of the jerseys, and remember talking to Mike Bibby a couple years ago saying, hey, all the players thought the Grizzlies jerseys were hideous. But now they're famous, and nostalgia rules the day. I can unequivocally look at this salmon jersey and say it is hideous. This thing is overrated. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this. And I'm looking at like some of the Canucks players. Trevor Linden's wearing it in this picture, and, and a few other guys. Yeah, no. This is a no for me. This is an overrated jersey. Um, it's it's overrated. I I don't think this is hyperbole when I say it is one of the worst jerseys in NHL history. I was gonna ask, is it the worst jersey in franchise history? Ooh, the the gradient one is pretty ugly. Both I, of them, both iterations of the gradient jersey. I would say this one's worse than the gradient ones, though. Yeah, because it's also a gradient. Just, it just makes no sense, though. Yeah. Why is there? Why is that color there? Why is the red, or it's, whatever it is? Why? Like, it makes no sense. It's it's unsettling. Like, none of this jersey makes any sense. And I truly believe it's up there with like the Mad Goalie Duck uh, jerseys. Okay. Uh, you know, the uh, <laughs> the mustard yellow Nashville Predators jerseys. Those are hideous, And anytime you throw mustard on, like, <laughs> I'm a mustard guy. The you know, in terms of. The condiment? Yes. But the color is hideous. If you've got um, that in your closet right now, just throw that color out. Think of any, any, literally any terrible NHL jersey in the history of the game. The Canuck Salmon jersey is up there with that. It looks like a practice jersey. You know? It, it looks like... I. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It makes no sense. It looks like it was shipped over from Thailand. Weird, like, flying things all over the place. The red and the black just have too much contrast to get, to get, uh, uh, together. I, I can't do it. It's it's an awful, awful jersey. And, yes, as much as I like the skate jersey, I'm already seeing it in the fan base that even the black skate jersey is starting to get worn out now that they've worn it so often. So no. it's... Just let's not do the whole salmon skate thing is going to be something nice. Okay, the the black skate jersey is a masterpiece. This thing is a knockoff. The salmon <laughs> one is a knockoff. I, I draw a clear line between the two. <laughs> they made the they made the salmon skate jersey at the flea market? Pretty much. <laughs> it was like me as a kid, and I know a lot of people can relate to this. The flea market when you're going to India and you're taking like yeah. Nike t-shirts for folks, relatives, yes. they're not going to know the difference. Or uh, this is the equivalent of the, yeah, this is the jersey you got on... Uh, Alibaba or DH Gate, and <laughs> versus like you got the jersey at the flea market when we were growing up. Uh, another jersey from Quinn, the Sprite Can jersey, overrated or under? Still terrible. So the reverse retro, the yeah. first reverse retro. <sighs> okay, I have Still something overrated. Admitted. They never won a game in that jersey. Like there was no vibes about it, no good memories. It, it looked ugly. It looks like a Sprite Can. No, it's all, it's overrated. Still overrated. Guys, that whole episode in Canucks history was a perfect representation of look good, feel good. <laughs> they did not look good. They did not feel good. <laughs> and at the time, I thought it was like, oh, well, on the ice, it's going to really pop. It's going to look good. No, it didn't. I it liked didn't. them. Yeah, I was a fan. I think they're underrated. Oh wow. No, I, to me, this they're overrated. Is your Takiest take of one. all takes. Uh, 
I do have one. You do? I do have one. Did you get it on discount at least? Yes. Oh, okay, good. Uh, but I got it because the uh, the first original gradient from like West Coast Express yeah. was yeah. my first ever jersey. So you have an, an emotional attachment to the gradient. Yeah. And I just thought it looked better in blue and green. Did you have a name on the on the original gradient? Dan Cluche. Oh. Uh, went with the goalie. <laughs> yeah. I was a big goalie guy when I was a kid. Wow. Even him? That's a choice, Dan Cluche. <laughs> Even him. Even him. Did you get it before or after the Lindstrom goal? <laughs> I think it was so, I think it was after. Oh, wow. So that was on discount too. The yeah. reason that Canucks team always fell short, you're like, yeah, that's the guy I want on the back of that jersey. Yeah, that's great. He was cool. <laughs> Except for most parts of his game. Yeah. Uh, international hockey, overrated or underrated? Uh, extremely underrated when we actually get best on best. Are we not missing international hockey from our lives? How do you not feel that way when you watch Shohei Otani stare down Mike Trout last night? I mean, international international hockey is incredibly underrated, and we really, really miss having best on best. Okay, you're living in a perfect world. I'm yeah. going to deal with the, the real world. As it currently stands right now, yeah. it is overrated. Mm. World Championships, Spengler Cup, World Juniors. Yeah. I'm sorry. If it's not the Olympics or if it's not a World Cup of hockey that actually makes sense, So international hockey that currently... That at least on the men's see. side. I mean, the women's, they, oh, for they, sure. they never disappoint. They never at disappoint. At least the Canada-USA games. But in, when we're talking about NHLers or potential NHLers playing, I think it's overrated. Yeah. The women's game is is unbelievable. They you know have the rivalry series. They're able to play at the highest level. And it's generally entertaining. Mm -hmm. But the dudes, overrated. Totally overrated. I just... Look, if, if there was ever a case... To get your head out of your you-know-what and make sure that you get a World Cup of Hockey going, started, and stick to the plan, the World Baseball Classic is your blueprint as to if you build it, they will come. But don't build it in the way that you did in 2016, you know, with the two gimmicky teams. Yeah, it was fun watching North America in the U23s, but it was a gimmick. Yeah. And while that's fun in the moment, people know what it is. So you can't do that. You've got to have a legitimate international tournament. Soccer has it. Baseball now has it. Golf has it with the Ryder Cup. They're in the Olympics as well. Like International sports brings in a whole different fan base. The players want it. They crave it. Make sure this gets done. Period. End of story. Well, think about it this way. That moment that Otani had. Yeah. Imagine that being on the international stage and the freak of an athlete that Connor McDavid is and the things that he can do that nobody else can do. Imagine that getting spotlight one day. McDavid versus Vasilevsky. McDavid skating through an entire team to score in the international stage mm -hmm. where a bunch of countries are looking at what's going on. It's not going to get the sheer numbers of an Otani. Yeah. But at the same time, it would be the talk of the sports world for at least a few days. Well, it's the golden goal, right? Exactly. Sidney Crosby on home, on home soil. How big was that? NHL, make it happen. Come on. And now with the Americans and, and the, the team that they could put out there, I mean, there is no better time than right now to make sure you get a World Cup of Hockey going. So I hope uh, Bill Daly and uh, Gary Bettman get the uh, get the message. I'm just going through a text line here. All right. This, this from Jesse. The worst-dressed radio guy thinks the Sprite can jersey looks good. Am I the worst-dressed radio guy? 
It is this, not. It's not this me. Is I'm, wearing, a, I'm wearing a Supreme Pizza dr uh, hoodie, all right? It's not me. I can tell you that much. This how, is news to me. I don't know. I how would he know? I, <laughs> how often have you seen me, Jesse? Is this uh, just from the, you know, <laughs> when you didn't know what the flags were? Yeah. And I was just wearing a green shirt. I'm just getting roasted. So, so Josh is doing. Uh, he's as we've been talking about. He's yeah. doing medium seventy-five. I've I've jumped on the train too now. Okay. Uh, but Josh is like midway through his seventy-five days straight of working out, and now all of his shirts are too small. <laughs> it's a really gratifying feeling, though. <laughs> Putting on the shirt and being like, "Oh, that's too yeah. tight." Just make sure but you not cut in it a off bad way. Point. Not yeah. in a like, oh my my gut sticking yeah, out. My, it's, <laughs> it's it's tight in the shoulders, yes. not the stomach. What size is the uh, spray can jersey? Can you still fit into that? I think so. Okay. Well, okay. jerseys are always a bit big, mm -hmm. so it's fine. You're not that big yet. I don't know. I haven't put it on though, so maybe. Josh is just like t-shirt and Lululemon pants every day, so I don't know. Yeah, I got to switch it out. <laughs> if we're getting into so what spring, you're saying, the texture is like, right. Clothes. So what you're saying is the texture is right. Well, I wouldn't say right because there's still a baseline that I'm hitting. Yeah. Jamie Dodd might be the worst dress radio. Ooh. Ooh. Shots fired. Yeah, that bear sweater. I mean, it's, it's quirky. Bear sweater, deep Vs. There is nobody that dresses more dad-like than uh, than Jamie Dodd around these places. He does have two kids. Yes. <laughs> so he quite, I'm not, I'm not even fact only. It's fine. Facts yeah. only. He is a father. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one. Dom. Rocking conference championship shirts. Okay. So peek behind the curtain. I get to work today, and I see Dom walking down the hallway, and he turns the corner away. And in the brief moment that I saw him, I was like, did I just see that right? Dom is a Phillies fan because he liked the show Boy Meets World. Let's remind everybody of that. Big Ben Savage fan. Yes. <laughs> and as he's walking down the hallway, I notice he's wearing a Philadelphia Phillies NL Champs t-shirt. Let me ask you, Randy, in your life, have you ever worn a Vancouver Canucks President's Trophy winner's t-shirt? Can't say I have. I, <laughs> Would I, you pay money for something like that? I bought one item for a losing team. Once. Okay. 1994, when the Canucks went to this cup final against yeah. the Rangers, the, you know, the, the whole towel, maybe a t-shirt or something like that. Outside okay. of, I'm, I want to remind you, I was eight years old at the time. Yes. Dom, despite his haircut, is not eight years old. All right? This is incredibly overrated. Why? I don't know why. Okay, so I want to know on the text line. Has anybody, anyone, found, bought, wanted a Vancouver Canucks Western Conference Champs jersey from 2011? If they even exist. I don't even know if they would exist. Here's a constant reminder that you finished second place. I'm not trying to diminish the accomplishment of winning this, the conference championships, but it's... It's like celebrating that you won the silver medal because you would never buy that shirt if you actually won the title at the end of the day. This is this is maddening to me. So Dom did the reverse Lias Anderson. Remember when he, he, he threw the <laughs> threw the silver medal into the he crowd? He took out his credit card. He's like, yep, I want that. <laughs> Tom went into the crowd and took a silver medal. Unless you're a kid. Yeah. Unless you're a kid, it's unacceptable. So that is overrated. Yeah. It's, a, it's hard to say underrated. Uh, this one from Vicky. Tailgating at sporting events. Overrated or underrated? It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. It's a good song. Stained? I have something to admit. Been to a Stained concert. Never tailgated. Never tailgated? Never tailgated. Even when I went to NFL games. 
What about the idea? I'm like the bar guy. Tailgate. I'm like the last guy that's running out of the bar into mm. the stadium. Uh, I've done it a couple of Bills games. It gets pretty wild. Did you ever smash through a table? No. Never did that. Not not during a Bills tailgate, Yet. at least. <laughs> What's going on in Woodbridge? <laughs> um, yeah. The, the tailgating experience is, is something else. I'm not much of a uh, day drinker, so it can be tough. Randy knows. I'm about as soft as they come, so... Uh, yeah, if he has day drinks. Cu- couple just drinks and I'm make sure you done. have a pillow over nearby. Because <laughs> either he's going to fall onto it or he's going to lay down. <laughs> I, uh... I mean, what, what can I say? I'm a cheap drunk. Um, so, I don't know. The whole tailgating thing, it's a little bit overrated. I was going to do it once. Yeah. When the San Diego, San Diego Chargers were still in the league. And it was... The Titans versus the Chargers, and then a big brawl broke out as people were tailgating uh, in San Diego. And I was like, yeah, that's probably not the crap for me. So mm. I said no. Still need to do it. So we should do it at a Seahawks game this year. I'm down. I'm okay. down. Can All we right. not take 10 hours to get to Seattle from Vancouver? Mm, that's hard. <laughs> that's <laughs> a big <laughs> ask. Leave two days early. <laughs> uh, Josh, have you been tailgating? I have not. Oh. The idea of it seems... Fun though, it might I be fun in Minnesota, but you might have well, to layer up. Yeah, it would be cold. It'd yeah, be cold. No, you no. got to go to like a uh, September game. Guys, let's go to Miami and watch the Dolphins. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you tailgate. All right, let's do this properly. Uh, Chef Swagger Zabione. What was I close? No. <laughs> if I say it fast, it always feels right. So I had to Google this. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Reach, you can do the proper pronunciation, but it's an Italian dessert. Yeah, made with egg yolks, mm-hmm. sugar, and sweet wine. I can honestly say I've never had it. What? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, how do you say it? Sabione? <laughs> I have to see Chef Zagra's tweet to, to find it. But, uh, oh, yeah, Zabione. Okay, there you go. come on. That's pretty good. All right, what are you doing post-show? Let's go check it out at Commercial Drive. <laughs> need some we're gonna, Zabione. We're going to go life. get a Zabione? I don't know. Look, um, I, I think the biggest uh, desserts I would have are... The basics, the tiramisus, the cannolis, and the like. Zabayone, it's, uh, it hasn't been in the Riccio repertoire. So Riccio is basically saying, Chef Swagger, he's too good for this dessert. Mm-hmm. He does not huh. want anything to do with this. So, so you're, are you saying it's overrated or underrated? I mean, it's got coffee elements to it, so it, it sounds elite, but I've never had one. Just being honest. I haven't had it either, but it sounds underrated because you are clearly not a fan. <laughs> Gotta try it. We gotta find it. I need more Italian dessert spots in Vancouver. That's that's what I'm I'm looking for. I mean, I think uh, La Grotta del Formaggio is pretty good, but yep. uh, you know, Giusto is uh, pretty good down at uh, Olympic Village. Okay, okay. They've got some good things. Others. <laughs> Others. <laughs> yeah. uh, Luke, so we got a couple things here. Showering facing the shower head versus the opposite direction. That's a great question. So I, I would say for this, just label one of them underrated, the other one overrated. Uh, facing the shower head is underrated. So you're a shower head facer. Yes. I'm the opposite. Opposite direction is underrated to me. Yeah. You're, you're an opposite direction yeah. guy? I don't like it. Rebounding yeah, up all in my, my grills. <laughs> yeah, you want you want some separation from the water too, man. Yeah, like I'll turn around at points to wet my exactly. hair and stuff. But so you're more of a hybrid guy. Yeah, 
I, I guess. Unorthodox. <laughs> if I had to pick a direction. Southpaw and more orthodox. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, uh, oh, who's that? So wait, facing the shower head is uncommon? I guess, yeah. I, I've always, like, I'm with you, Josh. Not literally, in, 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 but in more of a... I hope not. <laughs> but, but facing away from the shower head. It's just, yeah, it's just, nobody wants to stand right in the, you know, the shower head. Too much water is not a good thing either, I, I'd imagine. No, I, uh, so I'm, I'm a cold shower guy. And so I'll, like, it's best to have it on your head. So definitely Like always. every shower you take is a cold shower? I do a minute cold. Ah. Oh, what's so the science like, behind that? Like an ice bath type it, of thing. Uh, yeah, like an ice bath, yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it promotes weight loss. It uh, it's, does a lot of good things. It lowers your heart rate. I, too, now am a cold shower guy. <laughs> As of today. <laughs> I made It'll a help me fit into my suit. <laughs> I, too. It's that easy. You just do the Wim Hof method, you're good to go. I don't uh, know that. The other one, orange juice with pulp versus without pulp. I honestly, I I don't trust you if you're a with pulp person. Well, as much as I'd like to say I am a with pulp person because it would go well with the Tony Soprano, I said with some pulp. <laughs> GIF, it's without. I yeah, am it's uh, without. very much with pulp. Really? Okay. You what let the stuff tuck, like stuck in your teeth? It doesn't get stuck in my teeth. I don't know. What's just, so good about the with pulp? It just tastes better to me. I don't. I don't know. It tastes better, especially to the to the soprano gift. Some pulp. I don't like the lots of pulp. <laughs> just a little pulp. So you like your liquid with solids in it? Is what you're trying to tell me? That just sounds weird, man. I like my orange juice with orange in it. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, we'll end with this one from Roger. Uh, in the car, what's the, let's go with what's the least or the most underrated? Podcast, music, talking, or silence? And what's the most, maybe just rank them in. Okay, most overrated? Talking. <laughs> if you're in my car, shut up. <laughs> I'm going to put on some music. I'm going to listen to a podcast. Podcast is usually me by myself. You know, yeah. music is, if you got people in the car, talking is definitely the most overrated. So road trip, podcasts are extremely underrated on a road trip. Yeah. Because you can only listen to music for so long. If you get one of those like series or episodic podcasts to listen to and you've got, you know, let's say you're going out to the Okanagan, you got four or five hours ahead of you, you can get through a... A few podcasts, a few episodes in one shot. Nothing says a trip to the Okanagan like a murder mystery podcast on the way up there. <laughs> As you're staying it in a cabin with I other mean, people. Yeah. This is fine. <laughs> Who said it has to be a murder mystery? It's the first thing that comes into my mind, Serial. Yes, that's true. I I think I listened to Serial on a road trip to Montreal, but I was alone in the car. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. All right, what's the most underrated? I would say podcast. I think it's podcast. And it's not because we live in or work in the industry. Yes. I want to make that clear. I would say it's the Canucks Central podcast there specifically. Because I do talk for a living, silence is, is underrated. Silence because I think people would jump it, at saying it's the most overrated yes. might make it the most underrated. If you can be like comfortable in silence with whomever you're driving alongside... That's totally fine. That sounds like a terrible road trip, though. <laughs> hey, we're I going, mean, it's not it's really a, a road trip. It's a six-hour road trip. Let's be just Don't in complete silence. <laughs> we will talk when we get there. We will enjoy the destination, not the journey. But, like, the silence part, there's never a silence part because you're either having music on, talking, or podcast. 
so the silence part never really actually happens in a car ride. It's true. Still, I'd prefer silence over talking. <laughs> with, the, with the wrong people in your car, talking is not enjoyable. Let's be honest. I don't need your take on the weather. Thank you. I don't need your take on JT Miller. <laughs> I talk about that for a living. Stop talking. Traveling in March? Rogers has you covered. Get one Rome-like home day on Rogers when you travel between now and March 31st. To learn more, go to rogers.com. That next trip, road trip, south of the border, might be worth it. With that Rogers Rome-like home day. Listen to a podcast on that road trip or something of the like. I hear that Canuck Central post game is especially enjoyable. <laughs> All right. More coming up on Canuck Central.